Hi. If you enjoy Law to Fact, I want to tell you about another podcast I host. It's called Legal Tensor, and with the same blend of fun and substance as Law to Fact, guests join me to discuss timely legal issues. It's a great way to gain insights and to help you start a conversation on legal stuff that matters. It's available on all the usual podcast platforms. And while you're at it, if you could subscribe or like either of our podcasts, it would be super helpful. And now here's an episode of Law to Fact. Hello, this is Leslie Garfa Tenzer, and this is Law to Fact. Today I'm speaking with Professor Jen Reiser. In this episode, I speak with Professor Jen Reiser author and creator of JD Navigator. JD Navigator is a program for people thinking about going to law school. It's an online discussion that gives you the kind of information that you would get from someone if you were networking or getting an informational interview. But it's better than that. It's the kind of program that you want to go to before you make the decision to go to law school. And it's objective and it covers all the bases. She addresses, and we talk about today, the kind of misconceptions that students have before they go to law school and what it is you need to know before you make that big decision. Lord of Fact is going to start taking a bit of a detour. In addition to sharing episodes about topics typically tested in law school, we're looking for recommendations for other topics of interest to law students. We're going off book, so to speak. And I welcome students, professors, and lawyers who are interested in joining me to join me for a five to 10 minute chat about any issue of law that they're interested in. You can reach me at lawdefact.gmail.com for your suggestions. And you can help me, as always, by liking us on social media and subscribing to us on any platform on which you listen to us. And finally, if you're listening to us, chances are you are planning to take the bar exam. I'm offering you $100 off the Kaplan Bar Prep program. Go to www.captest.com and click on bar. Enter code Leslie100 at checkout and you'll receive $100 off. Um, well, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really thrilled to speak to you. And I think that what you're doing is so essential because I find so many times my students will come to law school and halfway through the first semester, they're disillusioned and they're they're frustrated and their heart's not in it. And I said, well, why did you go to law school? And the answer for some of those students is either just because or my parents thought it was a good idea or I didn't know what I was going to do. And as we both know, law school is this crazy investment, lots of money. And so what you're offering people is the idea of making certain that you want to go to law school before you go to law school, right? So tell me a little bit about your online class, JD Navigator. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. I am really excited to be here on Lot of Facts and talk about JD Navigator and the law school decision. Um, So JD Navigator is a website uh, with articles and it features an online course that is aimed at people who are considering whether to go to law school or have made the decision and are need more information about how to succeed in law school and legal careers. I like to say that it takes people in about two hours from just having seen too much law and order <laughs> to really having a good idea of right. what lawyers do and what kind of lawyer they might want to be. They think this is law and order and the first year is definitely not law and order. Well, that's right. That's right. And I'm a transactional lawyer. I didn't even know that transactional lawyers existed uh, before midway through law school. So we need to make sure that people have the good information about what lawyers really do and the choices that are available to them, both for good and for bad, right? Because they may decide that going through, like you said, the really tough and expensive experience of law school 
is not worth it. And they would rather do something else with their life, which is just fine. Or they may realize that, um, that they can see a path that they are really excited about and that will help them through the process of law school. You know, it's interesting. So I, I, I suspect that a lot of students should do this around the time they're taking their LSAT. And for many people, that's kids who are sophomore, juniors and seniors in, in college. Would you agree? Right. People, people who go through a real traditional path, I agree. It's the same, the same kind of time that you're thinking about taking the LSAT. I would encourage them to step back and do some careful thinking about, uh, should I go to law school? Do I want to be a lawyer? What kind of lawyer I would want to be? And this course is designed to jumpstart that conversation by putting a lot of key information in one place. And before we talk about the course, I'm going to talk about my son. So I have a son who is in his mid to late 20s and um, happy with his career. But I always wanted at least one of my children to become lawyers. And so I'm wondering... So far, I'm zero for three, but I'm not giving up hope yet. <laughs> um, but I'm wondering, like, would let's so someone like him who's been out for six or seven years from college, and would that would it speak to that type of person in the same way? Yes, and I think maybe even more so because people who are in a college environment can go talk to their pre-law advisor, and I know some some of those people are maybe better than others or, or more available than others. But if you're out in the workforce. Um, you, you don't have maybe that same kind of access to that pre-law advisor, but you still need really good information because you're making a tough decision about whether you're going to leave the career path that you're on now and take out very substantial loans or do the even maybe harder thing of working part-time for four years, spending all your discretionary time going to law school. You need to make sure that it seems like um, – there, you know, that that's a valid and the best course of action that you can come up with. So you need, you need to make sure to get some really solid information. And, you know, I guess this also speaks really well, and this is a lot of my, my Pace Law School population, is first-generation college grads, first-generation law students who, to your mm-hmm. point, their experience is what they see in pop culture and not anybody that they um, know firsthand. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's another reason that I wanted to create JD Navigator. So I felt like in the past, good information about law school and what lawyers do was being passed on through informational interviewing, right? So Mm -hmm. theoretically, if you, um, you know, if you grew up in a wealthy or middle class family, then maybe you could, uh, you know, have coffee with one of your mom's friend's husband who was a lawyer or something like that and pick their brain, right? Mm -hmm, right. Not everybody has the kind of network that lends itself to that. And they, you know, they need good information, you know, even more than others. The other thing is that that doesn't, that informational interview is not always uh, (laughs) a great way to get information, right? Your mom Mm -hmm. might be a divorce attorney, Mm -hmm. right? And you don't want to be a divorce attorney. You, you are really interested in something quite different. Um, Mm -hmm. and yet lawyers are so specialized. We don't, we don't necessarily have, you know, the full breadth of information and we also don't necessarily know the current market. So what I wanted to do was to bring together, you know, the current information about, jobs that are available, about percentages of passing the bar, all, you know, all this kind of stuff um, so that the course could be like, 
the best informational interview that you ever could have, and you don't even have to go anywhere or buy anyone coffee to do it. Perfect. So there you go. You're saving money for law school. So tell me a little bit about the course. What, um, let's, let's say that I am signing up for this course. What am I likely to learn and how do I navigate yeah. the course? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So my website is jdnavigator.com. Mm -hmm. And once you're there, you've got various, you know, free articles and links and so forth. Um, and then under the courses section, you can click through to access the course that we've been talking about. The first module is free, so you can kind of get a sense of whether it seems like this is something that you want to pay me for. And it focuses on the road to law school, because I found that when people are just starting their journey, they're not even sure exactly how long law school takes um, and kind of the mechanics of doing it. So, for instance, the fact that law school is flanked by two huge tests, the LSAT in the front and the bar exam in the back. Hmm. Uh, talking through the timing of rolling admissions, things like that. So that's the first module. Right. Then once you enroll in the course, then you have access to the next two modules, um, which are somewhat longer. The second one focuses on how to do well in law school and what it takes to succeed. Talk about uh, study habits and learning how to read cases, those kind of things. Again, I know that you have had so many good guests on your podcast uh, talking about these kind of issues. So I just I give like an overview of those kind of issues. And then obviously people are going to want to go deeper and figure out, you know, how they would want to do it in practice. Well, yeah, but, but I and think then, that that's, yeah. before we move forward, I think that that is super important because, you know, everyone knows law school is a lot of studying, law school is a lot of reading, but it's not that it's a lot. It's that it's a different kind of studying and a different kind mm -hmm. of reading. And so here's somewhere where JD Navigator can really kind of set your course for, you know, for not, no pun intended, to um, help <laughs> you understand that how you're going to be spending your time in class and out of class over the next few years. That's exactly right. Right. And again, with the goal of people making an informed decision about whether this is the right course for them. Mm -hmm. So I think one of the key takeaways from JD Navigator is it's important to go to law school with your eyes wide open, mm -hmm. but you also don't go to law school in order to go to law school. You go to law school in order to get through law school to become a lawyer. Good point. Right? So your yeah, decision is point. Yeah. whether that is worth it or not. Mm-hmm. And part of how you decide that is knowing the different kinds of lawyer careers that a JD would open up for you. And so that's what the third module focuses on, is the different kinds of lawyers, transactional lawyers, prosecutors, wills and trusts, going through all the different pieces that, you know, we it, certainly once you get in law school, your career services folks are experts in this stuff, but, but you aren't necessarily exposed to it very well before law school or indeed in the beginning of law school. Right, right. You know what I'm struck by with your course is that it's helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And at a minimum, what this course does is it tells you what you need to know. I mean, it does give you the information, but when you talk about, about um, different job career paths, I should say, that it basically is saying to you, these are career paths that you may want to explore. And people who go to law school may think that being a lawyer is just being in the courtroom. I, I am a lawyer. I've been a lawyer mm -hmm. for a long time. The only time I've been in a courtroom was to fight a parking ticket for myself. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I teach law, and I never go to court. I joke right. that I would only go to court if something went very wrong. Right. So, right. yeah. Um, and I, you know what? I'm very glad that that's not a requirement because as an introvert and a person who likes to plan and get things right the first time, mm-hmm. I really found my fit in transactional law. Right. Right. And transactional law means law between commercial groups that are making a transaction or a deal, right? That's what transactional law is. It can be a deal or it can also be the other kinds of practice that involves writing and planning and preparing as opposed to litigating. Mm-hmm. So uh, so you could describe people who write wills as transactional right. lawyers, certainly people who do you know, real estate deals. Uh, specifically, I, I help public companies with the disclosures that they make to the Securities and Exchange Commission, that, mm-hmm. which everybody just recycles until uh, there's a lawsuit and then it is critically important that you put exactly the right words in there. It is a careful and high-risk kind of job, and I love it. That's good. <laughs> well, being a lawyer is certainly exciting, I, I will tell you that. Um, what else can you tell us about, actually, the JD Navigator experience? Once you're in it, what are some things that you should be um, sensitive to, be looking to get out of the program? Hmm, that's a good question. You know, like you said, I hope that it will help people understand the many things that they didn't know. One of the ways that I compiled it was by talking to law students and lawyers about the many things that they learned just along the way, randomly. What it meant to be in-house, for instance. There are, there's this whole glossary of things that, that we learn as lawyers. I'm trying to collect a lot of that and put it up front so that it gives people really a, a head start on law school. Uh, one, another thing that I hope that people take from the course is this idea that as you move through law school, you really have two paths that they need to be thinking about as they move through law school. One is successfully navigating law school, getting a good GPA, and setting themselves up to succeed on the bar exam. Right. But the other, really just as important, is exploring the different areas of practice mm-hmm. and trying to figure out where they might fit. And then networking and meeting people in that area, getting internships, externships, et cetera, so that they set themselves up to move into a job in that area. And really both are critical. Yes, they are. But I do, I want to talk to you a little bit about that because one of the things that is um, a constant dialogue is how important it is to, for lack of a better word, major while you're in law school. So as you know, there's no major in law school. Now we have concentrations and um, students can specialize. But one of the things that concerns me is that in specializing, you pigeonhole yourself and that it's really helpful to learn as much about as much because once you get out of law school, you're going to specialize in this small discrete area of the law anyway. Um, I, I don't take issue with what you're doing. I think it's really good to have a plan going in. But I also think that it's important to recognize that you can take whatever you want and still end up in that particular area. I don't know. Would you agree with that? Or, you, you know, you're, you're a little younger than I am, so you may have a different take on all of this. Yeah, no, I, I think I do agree with you. And I think it's probably a good thing that most law students take many of the kind of core 2L and 3L classes. For instance, mm-hmm. I teach Introduction to Business Organizations, right? Mm-hmm. And I hope that not just future business lawyers, but also all sorts of other people will take that because there's important information about how to deal with 
um, businesses and liability shields and that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so it touches a lot of areas. Mm-hmm. And it's also important to explore other areas. A lot of people get into law school and they find that they fall in love with something that they didn't even know existed. Right. And that is okay, too. While the law school concentrations can be really helpful if you know what you want to do, you're right that you don't have to do it. And also, the way that the ABA accredits and the people studied for the bar, most people still take most of the sort of, you know, general bar class. Yeah. And, you know, here's the thing that's so interesting to me. I think that, you know, this is layered. The JD Navigator does address, should I go to law school? But it all in, in deciding whether you should go to law school, that a critical aspect of that is figuring out what to do while you're in law school. So to the extent that this is to help someone decide whether they belong, it seems like it's equally valuable to people who've already decided I'm going and here's what I need to know. Yes, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, It would be definitely worth your investment to watch, for instance, the summer before you start law school Mm -hmm. or at the end of your 1L semester or something like that um, to help you figure out, you know, how you're going to approach this and get a jump start on it. Yeah, and and a jump start and in some ways just even footing. I mean, you know, there's so, for example, students who have siblings or parents who went to law school know that one of the things you should strive for in addition to good grades is joining a, a law review or a law journal. That, that that on your resume really communicates to future employers that you have spent extra time doing legal research and writing and that you are up to the task to taking on work outside of classes, et cetera, et cetera. And that's something that first-generation law students don't know. That's right. That's right. Another thing that they don't necessarily know is that the only way to get one of those coveted big law summer associate jobs is to do exceptionally well in your first year, and especially your first semester, right? so that you set yourself up with a grade that uh, differentiates you going into on-campus interviewing in the August before your second year starts. Really unusual hiring process, but that's how they do it. And is that something on your on your um, class? Because that's like one of the things that students don't know, and it doesn't make sense. It makes absolutely no sense that you should be interviewing after your first year before your second year starts for what you're going to be doing after your second year. That's right. That's right. It, I, I do talk about that. And, and just to drive that point home, having that second year summer associateship and being impressive is the only way that you get asked to start as a full-time associate at a big law firm after you graduate. Right. I always find it amazing that basically if you do super well your first year, then your job for when you graduate is all set. It's it's kind of it's kind of crazy, but it is what it is. Yeah. And that's I the mean, kind of stuff no one knows, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, yeah, it's not everybody, but it is kind of something. Um, this is amazing. I, I really and, and and like it's it's we were talking a little bit before our podcast and basically um, I don't know how much your course costs, but it's kind of like this idea of spend, you know, a couple hundred dollars before you go spend a couple hundred thousand dollars. And so it seems to me that it's an incredibly worthwhile investment if you either don't know whether you should go to law school or you're pretty darn sure you should go to law school, but you don't know really what you're getting yourself into. Thank you. Yeah, that that's exactly right. You know, I, I see some of these Sometimes they're pretty funny, like Above the Law had a guy on recently, should you go to law school? He just says, no, for five minutes. No, no, no. <laughs> exactly who no. that is. <laughs> yeah, and it's quite entertaining. Yeah, I love that podcast. Uh, but it's yeah. also not particularly informative, right? right. Like, right. I hope to help people make a more nuanced 
decision, certainly right. law school can be a good choice, um, but not just for everybody, especially with the amount of loans that we see people taking on. They want to make sure that the career path that they're excited about supports the amount of loans that they're taking on. Yeah. Yeah. So tr- try, trying to help people make an informed decision on that point. Um, so, yeah. So as Back to the cost of the class. Yes. I am so excited to offer your listeners um, a discount to my course uh, for coming and checking it out. So usually it's three hundred dollars, mm-hmm. um, but I have it knocked down at launch to one hundred and fifty, and we could take that down further to just ninety nine dollars. Oh, wonderful! With the code Law Two Fact. Yeah. Excellent. So if they put in that coupon code, then they can watch the whole course for ninety nine dollars. And I would love uh, to get people's feedback about what else do they want to know. And uh, I, I hope to create more courses for current law students and, and people that have just graduated to further help them move through and chart their own course to the legal career that they want. That's terrific. And we will pass that along and we'll put it in our liner notes too. And we'll put in our liner notes how to get in touch with you. Do you think this is a course for college seniors? Do you disagree? I'm just curious. Uh, as long as they're considering law school. Yeah, or if their parents are telling them they should go to law school and they don't want to, that could also give them some ammunition. Oh, you know what? You're right. That's perfect ammunition. That is a very good point. I think that's that's a good point. And and, and that sums up what JD Navigator really is. It's just information. It's it's basically the best informational interview you could get. An unbiased, unemotional informational inform, informational interview. With all the latest facts. Yep, that's, that's the idea. Terrific, yeah. terrific. Um, great. Anything else you want to add to the conversation? No, thank you so much for having me on. Um, I really appreciate this opportunity to talk about it, to talk about the law school decision. As you could tell, I'm just really passionate about this and about people getting the information that they need. Well, it's a wonderful idea and a terrific program, and um, it's it's a worthwhile investment before the bigger investment of time and money. So, um, and actually, I have to be honest, it's something I always thought about doing, you know. So, but I didn't. You did. So, thank you for doing it, and it's been wonderful to speak with you. Hey, thanks for what you do too. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So that's my discussion today with Jen Riza, the creator of JD Navigator. And as she mentioned, we are giving a, or she is giving, I should say, a deep discount to those of you who are interested. Normally a $300 program, she's giving it to you for $99. And it's certainly worth spending $99 before you go ahead and spend all the money on law school. Additional information is in the liner notes. Just put in law to fact, you'll get that $99 rate. So that's my discussion for today. Once again, I want to remind you, if you're thinking about taking the bar exam, if you go to www.captest.com and type in code LESLIE100, you get $100 off their bar review program. That's it for today. Have a great day. We'll see you next week on Law of Fact.